Welcome to the Shared Sedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Sharit Sedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Richie Judd is not the reason my six-year-old Judd has his name. That ultimately goes to the writer and comedian Judd Apatow and a Jason Bateman character in the movie This Is Where I Leave You. There's a much longer story, but we'll save that for another sermon. But at Schwader Camp, the overnight Jewish summer camp owned by Temple Emanuel, my home congregation in Denver, Richie Judd was one of the camp legends. Every camp has their legends. These are the ones who were campers as long as they could be, moved on to staff, and were responsible for carrying on the camp traditions from one generation to the next. Schwader Camp, sitting on Mount Evans at 10,200 feet above sea level, was the first Reformed Jewish summer camp in the country. A gift to Temple Emanuel from the Schwader family, founders of the Samsonite Luggage Company, with the goal of, quote, creating a mountain enclave where children could live in nature, learn about Judaism, and personalize the ideals of our Jewish community. Outside of the elevation, and legend has it that we have the highest full-court basketball court in the country. Um, I learned that the Guinness World Record for highest basketball court is in Tibet at 12,001 feet. Other than the elevation, Schwader Camp is similar in many ways to the Jewish camps that so many of our Sharit Sedek youth attend, including, of course, Camp Coleman the URJ camp in Cleveland, Georgia, at which so many of our young people have spent their summers, and the camp to which I was able to take Eva and Judd for the first time this summer. These camps provide immersive Jewish experiences in which Jewish values permeate into every aspect of daily camp life. And young people find slightly less young people who serve as positive role models of what it means to build Jewish community in meaningful ways. It was such a joy to be able to see our congregants, both campers and staff, as I spent a week and a half on faculty as one of the camp rabbis. And as I watched my daughter and son fall in love with Jewish summer camp, just as I had 35 years ago, I couldn't help but think about my first summer at Schwader Camp. While I had my fair share of intense games of 
horse and knockout on that basketball court. I was more of what is lovingly known in the camp world as an indoor camper. <laughs> I was kind of cute. And having gotten my first guitar only a few months earlier, I spent much of my first two weeks at camp with the song leader, who patiently taught me the chords I needed to play the song Mitzvah, Gererit Mitzvah. Now, I guess here I should pause to thank my dad, who went through all of our old pictures to find my camp album. I don't know how many hundreds of times I played that song, Mitzvah, Gererit Mitzvah, over the two weeks. But I was still extremely nervous when the song leader asked if I wanted to join the song leader team for that one song at the next Shabbat song session on Friday night. I had already seen one Shabbat song session. The song leaders were rock stars. These really, they look like rock stars. Um, Two of those are now rabbis. One is still a cantorial soloist at uh, Congregation Emmanuel, and I don't, I don't know where the third one is. I did Google unsuccessfully. The song leaders were rock stars, more legendary than even Richie Judd, and I couldn't imagine myself joining them. But sure enough, four songs into that epic hour of Jewish music, my counselor handed me my guitar, and I joined the inner circle. Yeah. The two and a half minutes of my song were a whirlwind. I'm not sure how many of the chords, if any, I actually played correctly. And when I returned to my cabin, my high continued as I embraced the return from leader to participant, jumping and singing along with the rest of my cabin and the camp. Now, there were no microphones or air conditioning in the dining hall at Schwader Camp in 1989. And by the end of the hour, everyone was sweaty and hoarse. But the song leaders, having just put on a show that not even Taylor Swift could match, <laughs> were notoriously drained. And the tradition was that someone from the kitchen staff would bring out glasses of water for each of the song leaders after the final song. Well, out of the kitchen came Richie Judd with a tray of cups of water. And after he gave a cup to the four rock stars who had given their all, he started walking around the circle looking through the rest of camp. When he started walking toward where my cabin had ended up in that final circle, our arms around each other, it still hadn't occurred to me what he was doing or that he had an extra cup until he handed me that last glass of water, including little eight-year-old Joel in the ritual reserved for those song leaders who had already become my heroes. That evening, embodied for me by that glass of water, impacted me in ways those song leaders and Richie Judd never could have imagined. First of all, I was hooked. I would spend the next few years focusing my guitar playing on learning Jewish music, and I started teaching music in our religious school the year after I became bar mitzvah, eventually working as a song leader at Schwader Camp the summer after my senior year of high school. 
but they also taught me the potential we have when we work with youth. They showed me what it means to look at every moment working with young people as an opportunity to make a lasting impact. Outside of a few years in the early 2000s, when a grammar-conscious new camp director tried to change it, the motto of Schwader Camp is, a summer to build your life on. A summer upon which to build your life just didn't have the same ring to it. And while my career as a rabbi, both the path itself and the way in which I would view it, stemmed from that moment in so many ways, there are so many, each with their own moments, whose lives are built in some way on a foundation that was heavily influenced by time at camp. The motto creators of Schwader weren't the first to think of the role of Jewish experience in building a strong foundation. In Pirkei Avot, the Mishnah's collection of rabbinic wisdom, we read that Shimon the Righteous, a high priest in the third century BCE, would say, Al shlosha devarim ha'olam omed, the world stands on three things, al ha'torah, ve'al ha'avodah, ve'al gemilut chasadim. We sang it during our hakafa. The world stands on Torah, on worship, and on acts of loving kindness. Now, this also happened to be one of the first songs that I would learn on guitar. But in the text itself, Shimon the Righteous was also envisioning an immersive Jewish experience upon which one's life would be built, a life in which Jewish values would permeate every aspect of that life, in which Torah study and sacrifice, now prayer, compels us to perform acts of loving kindness, creating a stable three-legged foundation upon which one's world could be built. But Rabbeinu Yonah, a 13th century Spanish rabbi and commentator, was troubled by the teaching. Because later in that same chapter of Pirkei Avot, Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, who lived 300 years after Shimon the Righteous, said, The same words, on three things the world stands. But he continued, Al hadin, the al ha'emet, the al ha'shalom. He said the world stands on justice, on truth, and on peace. Now it seems the world stands on six things. And while a six-legged stool is surely more stable, the impact of the teaching is lost a bit. So Rabbeinu Yonah proposes that the teaching of Shimon the Righteous should be interpreted differently. That first teaching, it's not, he said, that the world stands on Torah, worship, and acts of loving kindness, but rather that God created the world because of those three things so that we would be able to fulfill God's will through them. And in so doing, we would then be led to justice, to truth, and peace, the three legs upon which the world must stand. With Rabbeinu Yonah's teaching, our Jewish values and rituals are now viewed as tools through which we can build a world supported by the most universal of values. Nowhere in the Torah does it say 
Thou shalt offer water to thine eight-year-olds after they lead thy camp in song for the first time. But Richie Judd, having lived and breathed Jewish values through his camp experience, simply saw it as common sense. It was the right thing to do. The tools were there through which a difference could be made. And those are the tools that we try to give to our young people as well. While Shari Tzedek is extremely proud to be among the top synagogues in the country in sending our youth to our movement summer camps, made possible in so many ways by the generosity of those like the Douglans, the Zalankas, and the Rachelsons, who provided scholarship funds to help make camp accessible to all our members and to so many who've contributed to those funds over the years. We know that not all of our kids go to camp, and camp is only as successful as the reinforcements that immersion receives during the rest of the year. And we at Shari Tzedek are even more proud of the commitment that our staff and lay leaders have made to the youth programs that we provide here in our own community. Through our incredible Flom Religious School, our B'nai Mitzvah program, and our youth groups beginning in kindergarten, building on the strong foundation that so many of our children received in their time at the Amy Gail Buckman Preschool. Through all of the innovative programming that I started to speak a bit about last night, each of our young people has the opportunity not only to experience a summer to build their lives on, but they have a diverse, creative, and engaging experience across the Jewish spectrum from which to create a foundation upon which the rest of their Jewish lives will be built. I think of those of our alumni who are working to protect the rights of the underprivileged and those who are discriminated against, researching ways to combat global warming and protect the earth for future generations, bringing their Jewish values into the business and finance worlds, working as Jewish professionals, helping to pass these values on to the next generation, doctors saving lives, and in whatever profession they find themselves, changing lives for the better in ways their parents never could have imagined when they were eight years old. I think of the ways in which I've seen our alumni be present for each other in times of celebration and supporting each other in times of unthinkable disaster. I think of the amazing humans that we have seen using the tools that they have been given in our congregation and in your homes that are now building their own foundations, living throughout the country, making an impact in their communities and upon the greater world. And I think of those who have become parents, beginning to give the tools of Jewish tradition to their own children so that they too one day will be able to use those tools to build their own foundations of a meaningful, impactful life. And I know so many of those young people who grew up in our congregation and are now adults are with us this morning, either in our congregation or through our live stream, and definitely those who raised them. But lest we think this only applies to our youth. For surely Shimon the Righteous and Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel were not only talking about children. 
Why are we here today? Why do we come to High Holy Day services? And hopefully, why do we seek engagement from our Jewish community throughout the year? Of course, we all want to study Torah, and we all want to worship and pray at services, right? Yes. We all want to gather as a community for social events and to volunteer with our Jewish community and make a difference in our wider community. But just as the rabbis of the Mishnah asked, what is greater, study or practice? Offering that study is greater because it leads to practice. So too should each of our involvement in this holy community. So too should each of our unique Judaisms inspire us to go out into the world and be better humans as a result. Doing that which God would expect of us building a foundation from which we too can pursue justice, seek greater truth, and try to create a world of peace. And the opportunities we have to make a difference in someone's life, to give that cup of water, changing the course of what someone thinks they're capable of, or the direction in which their lives could go, this too is not limited to youth. Earlier this summer, I shared the film Everything, Everywhere, All at Once at one of our movie nights. Now, I know the movie lost a few of you. It's a strange one. But the film offers the concept of a multiverse in which every moment offers infinite possibilities of what we could choose to do in that moment with each choice of every individual leading to a different future for the universe. I think Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse has the same concept, but I haven't seen that one. It does? Okay, good. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, they said. <laughs> In its simplest form, we can think of the movie Sliding Doors, where we see the different ways in which the world emerges, whether the main character makes her subway train or misses it. We read it earlier in our service, Everything we do matters. The way we treat people matters. And whether it's a clerk at the grocery store taking longer than we'd like to scan our groceries, the driver of the car in the lane next to us who we may or may not cut in front of, our fellow congregants, friends, family, even distant strangers, everything we do has the potential to change someone else's path. And when we strive to make choices inspired by our values, when we build our lives on a foundation of goodness, more often than not, we set others on a course to make a positive impact in others' lives as well. The song that I helped lead with my six chords that Erev Shabbat was mitzvah goreret mitzvah. One mitzvah, the fulfillment of one commandment, one act of loving kindness leads to another. But that verse of Pirkei Avot continues, avera goreret avera, one transgression, one moment in which we forget our path, where our anger or lack of patience leads us to treat another differently than we would hope to be treated can lead to another as well. And so the verse continues, Lihiot sadik zetov, 
to be righteous, to do good things. This is our goal. Richie Judd has no idea what that cup of water meant to me. I haven't talked to him in 30 years, although I will be sending him a copy of this sermon. (laughs) And I'd probably still be a rabbi even without that cup of water. But maybe, now that I think about it, he has more to do with Judd being Judd than I ever could have imagined. He certainly changed the way I think about raising my children. That moment changed me. That night changed me. That summer changed me in ways I'll never fully understand, and I couldn't be more grateful for it. May these high holy days and the Jewish lives they represent inspire each of us to strive to build deeper connections to our Judaism and the values it offers us, to build our lives on a foundation inspired by those values, living in a way that honors those values, recognizing the importance of every choice and every action. May we continue to support an environment in which our children's Jewish lives will be formed, in our camps, in our synagogue, in our homes, so that our youngest will look back at us one day as legends who set their lives on a path to do the same for the next generation. May this be God's will. Amen.